welcome to episode 43 of Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm Dave Wine, and this is the show dedicated to George Floyd. If you are looking for tips and strategies on how to make the most out of this difficult time and getting the most out of your life during this pandemic and during these moments of civil unrest, then this is the show to follow. Join us on our new journey of learning how to live it during this pandemic with the help of the Live It or Waste It community. I really don't know how I can get through talking about the agenda today, considering what's going on this week. And I just think we should probably talk about that because I, I, I need to talk about it. Sure, let's do it. You know, what we've been talking about on this show, about living it, not wasting it, and and sometimes we talk about how there are things out of our control. In this country, there's a system in place that is designed to make it difficult, if not impossible, for certain people, certain Americans in this country to get ahead and to to have an opportunity to live it. And George Floyd is one of those people. He's one of many who, because of some lunatic who was, for whatever reason, given a badge, took his life. Several lu- lunatics, because he wasn't by himself. That's right. Several lunatics. Several lunatics with badges took his life for no other reason than because of the color of his skin. And to be saying that still in 2020 is amazing. And the reason why we're saying it is because we don't talk about it. When, when black people say, hey, look, this is happening, people gaslight. And they say, oh, you're crazy. It's not happening. Be quiet, whatever. You know, part of the anger and the rage that you're seeing today and, and for the last week or so, uh, well, I guess it would be over a week when this airs, but it's not just from being harassed and being beaten and murdered. It's also from the lack of acknowledgement by white people in this country that this stuff is happening and that there needs to be drastic measures taken to do something about it. But just the acknowledgement. I mean, think about in your own life and someone doesn't acknowledge your pain, how debilitating that feels. It makes you feel like you, you mean nothing. This country has gone out of its way to make black people feel like they are nothing. And now the veil has been lifted. Change is coming. Well, well said, first of all. It, you know, this is a national disgrace. What has been allowed to go on by the police departments in this country. And that is just the tip of the iceberg as far as the impacts of racism on people's everyday lives. And, you know, it's interesting with the violence that has been taking place, the looting, the fires, the vandalism, you know, these sorts of things. I know a lot of people who, you know, think that that's too far, that protest is should be enough but as someone who's attended many protests peaceful protests i understand why people feel that that isn't leading to change and therefore we need to wake people up uh 
clearly on the other side of, of the issue needing to wake people up, but also waking people up who believe that they're on the right side of, of these issues because it's not an issue for many Americans. It's a, it's a way of life. It's an experience. It's not a debatable, debating climate change with somebody in 2020. Like there really is, it's, it feels so pointless to debate something that is obviously in existence that could be, that is a demonstrable fact. And, you know, from a person who, you know, comes from a Caucasian background, I don't fully, I, you don't fully understand the, the feelings that people feel when, when you're not in their shoes. But I certainly empathize. This is a time now where we need to really come together and figure out a new way of doing things. But we first need to empathize and show compassion to one another. What do we want? It seems to me that we, you're right. I mean, that we all want the same thing. And, and we're all people. We're all equal. Whether or not you agree with the other person, you have to recognize their humanity, their individuality, their essence as far as being another human being that has all the complexity that, that you have. And when I say you, I'm talking about you listening right now. That George Floyd was as complex a human being as you are with all the loves, desires, passions as the rest of us. And snuffed out over nothing. The thing that really gets me is this whole blue wall of silence that cops find looking out for one another to be more important than doing their job. And if you're covering for people, you're not living it, right? There's no excuse for police departments looking at themselves as entities that can police themselves that protect themselves, that insulate themselves. And at the same time, given the power to... Here's an example. Like my wife and I were discussing um, the, the unrest that's happening. And she showed me a video of police all decked out in the, the, the riot-type gear, the militarized outfits, walking down the street, and I don't remember the city, but somewhere like Atlanta or, you know, something, something like that, a major metropolitan area. And there was curfew and they were yelling at these people who were filming them who were on their own porch to get inside, get inside, get inside, get inside. You know what they did? They started shooting either some sort of... Oh, wait, I'm having an earthquake. Jesus, we just had an earthquake there in Los Angeles. Jeez Louise. This is Farmageddon. I could see the the camera shaking. It wasn't it wasn't too bad, but you know, after that last one, I was right on the epicenter. It felt like uh, Godzilla was jogging by. <laughs> I don't even. No, it's not. It's not very often. Anyway, you... okay. So now that my heart is pumping, what were you saying? Oh right, right. The uh, the the story. Yeah, the portion. So they start shooting either paintballs or something at this family that's on their own porch 
to get inside, get inside, and then pop, 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 pop. And, you know, they start screaming and, and, and running and getting inside. And it's this idea of can the government tell you that you can't be on your own porch? Because the, the extent of law enforcement taking their actions into their own hands and making it up on the fly leads to people dying. And because I'm, I'm a person that says, if a cop is yelling at me, tell me, telling me to get inside, I'm just going to get inside. Uh, Although I understand the position that people say that you don't have the right to tell me to go from my own porch into my own living room. Even if there's a curfew that says you, you can't be on the public streets, right? They weren't on the public streets. They were on a private porch. And whether you listen to that authority or, or, or not, you know, clearly there's an abuse of power there. And when you're a person like George Floyd, you know, you don't get the, the luxury of filing a lawsuit after you've been wrong because you're, you're dead and your family has to do it for you. You know, and, and I, I feel for people in law, law enforcement to, to the degree that they do put their life on the line to enforce legitimate laws, you know, whoop de do. Um, you make a choice to do this line of work and you have to, t- it's, it's not easy work. And there's a line there that's way, way away from outright slaughtering another human being. Um, and this country just doesn't understand the level of out of whackness that law enforcement is, is clearly in because this is happening all over the country. There, there's a reason why these protests have gone nationwide so quickly. I mean, number one, I think everybody is going a little crazy because of the quarantine. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the pressure that people are under who might not have jobs anymore or might not be working or having, you know, battling to get their unemployment insurance battling to make the decision whether to pay for rent or pay for food. And during all of this, then you have the indignity of someone like this, this human scum that thinks it's legitimate to put a knee on on a human being's neck like that. That's playing with fire and not even, not even to get into the national response because then we're going to completely go off the, (laughs) the wire well that's you know that's part of the problem is that we lack leadership and it's it's almost like becoming the wild west but like i said the the veil has been lifted and people now cannot deny what's in their face i guess they can they can and they will and they do they do and they will and it's But, but hopefully we got the right people's attention and, and now we're going to see people unite because I don't think we've seen people unite over a cause like this before. Oh, I, I have so many things in my head. I'm trying to, trying to get my thoughts together. But um, I just hope that this inspires people to speak up and speak out and in a safe way protest and let 
your elected officials know that you're not happy with what's going on and let them know they better do something about it or they're going to be looking for another job come election time. Let's stop making excuses. Let's stop defending criminals. Enough with the passive aggressive. All of it needs to stop. We need to come together. This is a this is a time where we can all do the right thing. Justice for everyone or no one. Well, it seems inadequate to tell people to to vote. It feels inadequate to tell people to make a sign and and, and protest during the day. It feels inadequate to tell people to to call your legislators and, and, and make them know that you have a point of view and that you are going to act on that point of view whether it be in the voting box or, or whatever. But that's, those are the tools that we have. And it, it's not, well, here's the thing. For people who don't, let me just talk to people who don't vote. Because we have certain people are in office right now because not enough people voted who had a certain opinions. Because in elections have consequences. And they have consequences that are far-reaching and unknown at the time. And this is why I tell people to vote every time, whether it's, you think it's an important election or not, because elections do have consequences. And there is a concerted effort to disenfranchise people from voting. And part of that is making people so sick of the system that they don't want to have any part of it. People giving up on the system and not registering to vote, not going out and voting, not playing their part, their civic duty, gives certain people, especially one sitting in the White House, glee. Because there's one side that gets sick of the system and doesn't vote. And then there's another side that understands that they're manipulating the system and they do vote. Our, Our choices this November are not necessarily very inspiring. You're going to be electing, you know, one in the, in his 70s guy versus another in his 70s white guy. You might not be enthused who you're voting for, but we have to put a tourniquet on this wound because it's just getting deeper and it's getting bloodier and it's getting hard to repair. And it's going to be hard to repair four years of this. Think of how hard it's going to be to repair eight years of this. Might not be a country left. Not one that we recognize, at least. Or want to be in. And again, in, a, in another four years, you might have Pence that might be the winner. And so it might be 12 years. Whether you're a, an excited about the opponent or not, go out there and make your voice heard. It's a bare minimum of what you need to do. You're not living it, in my opinion, if you're not being socially active enough. Well, I think that the events that have happened, not just with George Floyd, but the other recent murders and the actions of these white nationalists, I think has really gotten people worked up and are ready to start being part of the solution. And let's just hope that this thing ramps up and, you know, they, they announced that they, they are charging uh, three of the guys with murder 
that's just that's just the beginning right i mean th- that should be automatic even though I, honestly i'm a little surprised that they are being that swift and that harsh considering the way they've acted in the past but they can't do that anymore that's the point there's too many people now who are outraged. Well, l- let me just jump in there real quick because the guy that made the decision, his name is Keith Ellison. He's a former congressman. Um, uh, and Keith Ellison is somebody that I happen to know uh, professionally. And very, very progressive guy. And I don't think that it's a... And, and again just because you're charging these folks with these crimes doesn't mean they're going to be convicted, right? So we're a long way from getting a conviction. But just getting these charges filed um, is a victory. And it's a victory, again, and not to beat a dead horse, but it's a victory because people went out and voted and elected Keith Ellison to to his current position. And then put him, and he happens to be African-American, he happens to be a Muslim, People put this man in charge, gave him power, and he is now able to exercise it in a way that is appropriate. And so if he wasn't there, we might be having a very different outcome in Minnesota. So again, just another example of it's not just power structure, a, a, an infrastructure, a, a system it's a system made up of people. And who are we putting in in the system to have power? It matters. It matters. And also when you're talking about judges, too, we need to pay attention to, to the judges mm-hmm. that are more prone to give black people longer sentences for the same crimes. You know, they say justice is blind, but I don't know. I don't think that justice has their blindfold on when a minority walks in the court- courtroom. She's peeking. <laughs> well, I, I think racism is so deeply embedded in our culture that the people that you have to worry about are not the ones who say, I'm a racist, right? Because that's a certain fringe element who are proudly KKK wearing, badge wearing, uh, n- Nazi people. It's the people who think that I'm not racist. How dare they call me a racist? just because I happen to have racist views and racist opinions and, and racist judgments against people. And I think that's, that's where there needs to be deep, deep, deep education. Maybe people are waking up to this, but I, I think it's just people get, getting even more firmly in their column. It's the kids where you have the most ability to change the long-term outcome of the country. And that takes education, equal education, which we're not giving out. I mean, we could go on and on about the the disadvantages, but I think the point is made. And I just hope that we can now take that anger. We can hone it in a direction, in a path to where we are all treated equally. Please share any tips or suggestions you have that may help us get through this crisis and let us know what you thought of this episode. Join us next week. We continue our Living Under Quarantine Inner Self series. 
and we talk more about self-awareness and how changing your point of view can change your reality, which is uh, what, what we were, I believe, supposed to talk about tonight, and, and we'll, we'll just sort of punt that off to, to next week. And as always, subscribe and share. And again, if you get something out of this show, it's important to share. It's important to share. Subscribing is awesome, and we appreciate every one of you that's out there, but uh, we have to grow, and sharing is how that happens. Uh, Join us on our Live It or Wasted Facebook page. Just search Live It or Wasted Now on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Check us out over there. Could go hit us up at Patreon, patreon.com slash live it. If you're interested in doing podcasts, starting a podcast about injustice, perhaps, and you're on the eastern half of the globe, you could hit me up at someonetalkmedia.com. Or if you're on the other side, you can find me at winedesigns.com, W E I N. Now stay inside and live it. Don't waste it. Peace and love.